Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It is Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. We've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got an incredibly special guest joining us all the way from across the pond, staying up late to uh, join us for some Game That Tuesday We've got Matthew Gregg, uh, a.k.a. the guy that makes Bunch of Mania. Matthew, uh, say hey. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> hey, so good to be here at 2 a.m. Because yeah. I Googled it and it said it was 1 a.m. So I was already going, hey, where is everybody? Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's wild how bad we are with time zones, even when we don't have a guest from you know, a completely different country. Uh, so I do apologize. It's uh, it's incredible that you're staying up for uh, for this silly ass show, but we super appreciate it. Uh, you know, so I get to explain the rules like someone's just joining the show, which they have. Uh, what we're going to do on this show is listen to some video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games with songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. Winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the illustrious uh, king of the show, Jesse Moore. And Jesse, what theme did you choose for this week's episode? Uh, games featuring characters that uh, are also wrestlers. Hell yeah. Well said. Uh, you know, a fantastic theme, worthy of a fantastic guest, and uh, I think we got some uh, we got some fun coming up, man. Because uh, you know, there's plenty of licensed WWE games, plenty of games that WWE superstars have appeared in outside of the, uh, the no. brand. Uh, aren't there? Are there no, not? Well, there 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 are a couple, but it's more like you can be a fictional wrestler, like like Mike Mike Hagar. He's a wrestler, and. So it doesn't Word. have to just be like, you know, oh, remember when Stone Cold was in Mario Galaxy 2? You know. <laughs> I vaguely remember No, I that. don't remember that. Yeah. See, David, I've been telling you for years, Mario Galaxy 2 is the better one. You just forgot to unlock the Stone Cold Galaxy. They, they, uh, now I'm pissed they, that it's not on the Mario 3D All-Stars collection. <laughs> yeah. they, repla- they replaced all the tongue sounds Yoshi makes with what? <laughs> Jesus. Someone uh, please make that mod. All right, well, this is good information to know, because, uh, you know, frankly, I thought we were doing, like, a strictly WWE Superstars game, so uh, while we're playing the first game, I can switch out my Scorpion King pick for something maybe slightly more desirable. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Johnny, let's just, uh, let's just jump right into it, man. Game one.
All right, guys. Um, so this remake replaced the original mini games with some new mini games. Um, the new mini games are Bomb Rally, Air Grind, and Samurai. Alright guys, got some answers written down? <laughs> Writing now. Do we show them? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, hold them to the camera. Oh. There we go. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, alright. Uh, so, uh, Matthew says Kirby Superstar Deluxe, which is incorrect. Ah, Everybody else busted. says Kirby's, uh, so Jesse says Nightmare in Dreamland, David says Nightmare in Dreamland, John is close enough with Return to Dreamland, I'll say that's the same thing. This is Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland. Are... Not that I'm trying to, like, steal a point away or anything, but... Return to Dreamland is a 3D game on the Wii. Oh shit! Yes. Like four players. Oh, is that another game? Nightmare in Dreamland is a Game Boy Advance remake. Okay, I take back John's point. This is Fair Nightmare in Dreamland <laughs> for the Game Boy it's Advance. Like, it's like that's pretty much the same. It's like obviously you never played these two games. I yeah. played Kirby's Adventure, yes. Uh, I watched video of Nightmare in Dreamland. I had no idea there was a Return in Dreamland. That's news to me. I had no idea there was a Nightmare in Dreamland. I mean, I, you know, I'm aware of the nightmarish qualities of Dreamland, but I... No, did I know this was the title of a Kirby game? No, I did not. <laughs> See, I knew it was that game, but I forgot the name of it because <laughs> I didn't own it. I also didn't own a DS. Yeah. And I also got it, it wrong. It's Kirby Superstar Ultra bollocks so that was for the ds so fantastic i was so close yet also well, completely <laughs> completely what was far away. superstar ultra was a good ass guess though yeah <laughs> in fairness and what was especially tricky is i picked music that incorporated um melodies from kirby superstar that were not in the original kirby's adventure yeah. um because yeah, some of those tra those first two tracks had tunes that are that were introduced by Kirby's Superstar that we now like associate with Kirby, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, that was goddamn actually, gourmet race. Yeah, gourmet race and uh, the King DDD's theme was also not yeah. in Kirby's Adventure. Thanks, John. So I you're mean, just telling our guests how you fucked. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they put me for the right reasons, say, though, so it's all right. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, I don't want to give away the game too early, but Matthew, you know, you're in the PAL region. If you say, like, well, you know, in the UK, it was called Kirby Super. Yeah. We probably would have given you the I point. Exactly. Like, it was Kirby on the Amiga. Yeah, uh, exactly. God. 
<laughs> yeah, let me, let me write that down. Wait a minute. Pa I, would, I never would question it. Pa pal in brackets afterwards. Yeah, there we go. Diplomatic yeah. <laughs> immunity. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, just the chip tunes were just a little slightly faster for some reason. Just you know, different chipsets. But uh this yeah, is... so Johnny, Nightmare in Dreamland. Uh obviously you're a big Game Boy Advance player, you definitely played this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um Yeah. Uh yeah, speak to speak to the wrestling nature of Kirby uh in Nightmare in Dreamland. Okay, yeah, so there's a mini boss named Bugsy, uh who has that grapple I can't remember if it's called grapple or grab, but you know, that's the copy ability you get from him. Um, where you can grab that was an enemy. suplex. No, suplex is different. Suplex was in Kirby Superstar, and um, I think that was like so. Suplex lets you change the like move that's done by hitting a direction at the same. Like you, you grab the guy and then hit a direction. Um, and Kirby Super, I mean Kirby's Adventure, it's similar, <laughs> but like I don't think it's quite the same in terms of the number of directions you can hit. I think it's just like left and right. Uh, okay. I, I could be wrong. It's it's been a minute. Um, I just it's, it's definitely it's definitely called something that begins with the G. <laughs> Grab or grapple. Uh, you sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. So I just looked it up. Okay. I could be it's wrong. Backdrop. Backdrop. Okay. Not yeah. suplex. So I'm half right. And uh, sorry, man. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. <laughs> You're not technically correct, so yeah, it's okay, John. But yeah, that's that's it's a, it's a dope ability, is what it is. Yeah, it is. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a um, <laughs> it, it does a lot of damage too, like on bosses, which is kind of surprising because it's it's rare that you get to use it on a boss, right? Because you have to have um, I mean, it's not that rare. Every boss gives you something to like suck up as a star and spit back at them, and with grapple or with a uh, backdrop, you just grab that instead, and then like slam yourself into the boss. And hmm. you can clear out most bosses in like three hits with this move. Oh, okay. I was I was gonna say no, you can't backdrop most Kirby bosses. I'm picturing like a big tree. Yeah, you know, I, I don't remember being able to grapple with that at all. But uh, no, grappling the like the falling coconuts or whatever and doing something that makes more sense. Yeah. I, I don't recall ever using that. I, you know, I say these abilities are cool, but abilities that shoot things are also very cool in Kirby games. So those are uh, or throw bombs at things. Much more practical. And yeah, it's just uh, so yeah. Kirby Kirby's a wrestler. Um, I think <laughs> I think he would do great on the wrestling circuits. Um, I mean, if he sucked up the right guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to <this> sound weird. <laughs> just saying, he could get some good abilities. Um, See, it's but yeah, also it's bad because it, you, I thought it was Kirby Superstar Ultra, not because of the reason you said, which are very good. But because Mass D D D D D D D is in it, and I was assumed Mass D D D was like a masked wrestler, like a luchador, because you fight mm -hmm. him in a ring. And I'm looking at the Kirby Wiki, the Kirby Fandom dot com, I should say, and no, it's a boxing ring, and I'm stupid. See, but no, but he's such a wrestler. That's the thing. Right. It's tough to say it's a boxing ring versus a wrestling ring. I mean, he's got a mask. Like, I think at one point there's a cage. Like, it's yeah. Cage. He's got to be a wrestler. Ring. Yeah. See, the it's funny because like John was sitting there asking me before the show. It's like, so you know, we're talking about wrestling. You're not a huge wrestling fan. Which Kirby game did you pick? I was like, no, I, I didn't pick a Kirby game. It's like, come on, you know, King DDD. You fight him in a cage match. He's got a mask. You know, he's mm -hmm. a wrestler. I figured this was where David was going, but no, it, yeah, of course it's John. It's uh. But it adds up. King Diddy, he's like, he's a super heel, man. He's, he occasionally does the face turn 
and like helps people out. I'm thinking of like the Smash Brothers Brawl story. Hmm. He saves the day a little bit. But like, dude, playing against him in Smash Brothers, he's such a fucking heel. His duck is just a taunt. Like that thing where he lays on his side and just smiles at you. Ooh, man. I, that you know, super sultry King DDD. I hate that more than anything. Like, if, I, if I get KO'd, he just lays there. Ooh, man. That's <laughs> so. one of the things that I like about King DDD is playing him online, because, like, online you can't taunt. But if you're playing King DDD, all you have to do is push the control stick down, and exactly. you're taunting. It's, you know, it's a good taunt. I never understood the, the teabagging thing in Smash Brothers, but with King DDD, I fully get it. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good look. But, yeah, uh, I, I think Sakurai's got to secretly be a wrestling fan deep down, right? Like, maybe, maybe there's not enough there. Just, you, know, you got Suplex, you got Backdrop, you got King DDD. Uh, you know, I don't know, I feel like I feel like there's some wrestling uh, influence in the Kirby series. I mean, that's, that's more wrestling influence than the Mario series has. Like, what do you have in Mario? Mario throwing Bowser? Like, that eh. I mean, he does that so long, gay Bowser, that big swing. That's, but uh, at the same time, it's like, you don't get a wrestling power-up, whereas Kirby gets two? Three? True that. That's very true. You know, but then then once Wario shows up, you know, he's, uh, he's got kind of a wrestler's energy to him, so... I, uh, I'm into it, but, yeah. Maybe I just assign, like, wrestling heel tendencies to all, you know, Nintendo villains. Maybe that's just me. No, I like it. I also like that someone else has developed a, a wrestling influence. It's uh, the other member of this show who's currently imitating Del Rio by no show in it. Yeah. Where's our hold on? <laughs> oh man, uh, he's having a he's having a rough night on the technical difficulties front. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do. We've never had this happen before. Yeah, no, me neither. It's uh, yeah, what a what a night to have it happen. Right. Yeah. Frankly, in respect of our guest being up in the middle of the night, I feel like we should just keep it moving. Okay. <laughs> and, and Jesse will turn back up when he does. Okay. Can do. We'll move on to game two. Game two.
It was me, right, John? Yeah. Cool. So, uh, this game, man, it uh, the name of this game changed several times during the development process. The uh, you know original proposed names included Tough Enough, Blood Warriors, Prize Fighters, Arena of Death, and Masters of Buffness. <laughs> <laughs> Buff Masters, uh, let's uh, let's see those fantastic answers. <laughs> Jesse makes a, a compelling point for a bonus point by saying "fuck Comcast" with a penis drawing. Uh, we'll think about it. Johnny says "real American," uh, sadly incorrect. David and Matthew both say "pit fighter." They are correct. Oh, you. And we're going to give Jesse a point for uh, for coming back. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> default, default, <laughs> default. I mean, Pit hey. Fighter's a three-player game. We should have three guys scoring points. Hey, do I sound better this at yeah. least? Oh, yeah. You sound for ten yeah. seconds, yeah. you sound great. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, um, fucking Pit Fighter, guys. Uh, this game turned 30 last month. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's what put it on my radar. 
Um, what? And what a game it is from 1990. This uh, <laughs> God, this is from 1990. It's really something, man. It uh, feels anybody... like it was from like 79. <laughs> it's uh, I, I don't know that I ever actually played this one out in the wild. Like I I, I want to say that my local arcade had a Pit Fighter, and it was you know probably 91 or 92. I'm like. I'm not playing Pit Fighter. I got Street Fighter. Like, why the fuck would I play Pit Fighter? Um, but you know, having a seen some videos and things about it, I, I clearly missed out on something with this one. This, uh, oh man, uh, did you? David, know? Don't make that face. Yeah, I, I, I missed out on some good shit, man. This, uh, this was the uh, you know predecessor to Mortal Kombat, using some digitized actors. Uh, so the graphics are pretty good, uh, and you got a three-player kind of, like, arena fighter. Uh, you can play three players at once, but you also have to fight computer players, I think, if you do that. Um, and it's got a good, you know, just, like, shitty underground wrestling kind of vibe. Uh, like, there, you can select three characters. One is Buzz, the ex-professional wrestler who's, like, a power guy. And then you also have Ty, the kickboxer, and Kato... The third degree black belt that's on the screen where you select him, making it clear this game is uh, advertising to like fifth graders. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's all these underground like fights in various places, like uh, under overpasses around cars and stuff. And there's a like a crowd of people around you, and like you can kind of interact with the crowd. They'll like throw you weapons or like shove you back if you try to retreat. Sometimes they'll come out and, like, fight against you, too. Um, oh, so you're saying this is, a, a like, a weapon fighting game with digitized actors. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Like, there's there's weapons you can pick up in each arena, but, you know, you can also just do some straight-up, you know, hand-to-hand, -hand, uh, like, wrestling moves or uh, fighting moves. And it's... I mean, I, I don't, I'm not here to bag on this game too hard, but... It is one of the funniest looking things I've ever seen. Like, it looks like a fucking Tim and Eric game. It Ooh. is so funny. <laughs> well, now I want to play it. Yeah, right? No, yeah, they, like, no. On the Psycho like, Station? They got these great, you know, like, digitized sprites, but then they only got, like, three frames of animation for, like, any move. It's really, really funny in a, in a way that's difficult to describe. Like, if, uh... It's like if you go to pick up something, you have like three frames. You have a, a ducking with your arms out, and then kind of like a, a lift, and then arms overhead. And the item you're picking up doesn't move with those frames. So like your character <laughs> does an animation, and then like the barrel that you picked up just moves from the floor diagonally up into the like outstretched hands. Like, it's fucking hilarious looking. <laughs> and in such subtle ways. Um, and I yeah, definitely... It's, and, uh, I, I didn't oh, play this when it was released in arcades, but it was part of one of those Midway collections. No shit. And, <laughs> yeah, and I definitely, like, when I got one of those, was like, oh yeah, Pit Fighter, I'll try this out. And I played this for, like, a solid seven minutes, and then I never <laughs> played it again. I understand. Yeah, I, I really had do. That, um, the version, and I don't know which version you played, but the version I had, I think it was the PS2, for some reason, it's not very well emulated don't know why but it plays about five times faster than it's supposed to so oh, that's cool. you can't tell that there's only three frames because everyone's just going rrr, 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 yeah. then they put you on the forklift you, you win right, and repeat it so it is just a, a bizarre experience everyone should enjoy for at least five minutes so it's, yeah, it sounds no, like you got pit fighter hyper fighting 
Which sounds great. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Even better. Yeah. I see that's the problem. I, you know, I guess I, I'm still waiting on Pit Fire Champion Edition, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's really something, man. It, it's a lot of fun to watch, uh, and you know, I can only imagine actually like attempting to get three guys around an arcade cabinet to play this. Um, but yeah, it's it's just got such a weird like. I'm trying to, th- you know, I, I'm not well versed in all the wrestling stuff, so I don't know about like how many like underground type situations there have been. But like, you know, I was watching Dynamite last week, and they had the best friends going against Santana and Ortiz in the street fight. Kind of had that <laughs> vibe, but like really shitty. <laughs> yeah. Um, like at, at one point in one of the fights, I saw a guy uh, pick up a motorcycle and hit the other guy with it, like, picked up the actual motorcycle and broke it over another man's head. Uh, you know, which just you know, screams realistic fighter. This is the kind of thing that I'm sure parents were uh, just freaking out about. Um, how, but, yeah, how, it's... how did three-player mode work? Some of the fighting games being a one-on-one scenario. That's really funny to me, too, because, I mean, it's a three-player fighting game, but I think from what I was looking at, they were saying that like you don't necessarily fight each other. You you put three players in there and you fight more computer players. But then every couple of fights you have to have a grudge match, which you actually have to fight each other for like the other guy's share of the money. Um, huh. Yeah, it's if I remember correctly, it's kind of like you know those stages in a beat 'em up where you're in like an elevator and enemies just kind of swarm you. It's like that, but the walls are made of a crowd of people. So, yeah. like, you just sit there and beat a bunch of people up, and then once you do that, you have to fuck each other up. Right. So, somebody has to win. And again, yeah, when you win, uh, you stand on a forklift, and the forklift lifts you into the air as you do, like, your win pose. It's a very strange, like, high score screen. Like, you know, here's your fight money, and it's literally like a, it's a sprite of a woman operating a forklift, and your character being lifted on a pallet. It's like, okay, so this is thoroughly, like, you know, these people, this is just a bunch of homeless people fighting or something. You know, this is some weird construction site uh, that this game's taking place in. I, I, I don't understand the uh, the vibe they're going for, but it's uh, it think, screams 1990. <laughs> I think really it was sort of a, like, we need a, we need a victory screen, but we don't really have an animation budget. We can move them up. <laughs> it's like, well, can we add a sprite of a forklift to lift them up? It's like, yeah, sure, go with it. Yeah, have the character hold perfectly still. They'll be lifted on a forklift. Um, Is the forklift lifting the money? No. Forklift is lifting the character as the money piles beneath them. It's going to make... Trust me, trust me, it'll look great. It'll look great. Um, So, you mentioned a forklift. Does that mean um, it has something to do with Shenmue? Oh, man, it really should have. You know, at no point do they tell you to keep moving forward. (laughs) Um... Damn, that's what that's we need. A... We need the the Shenmue Pit Fighter crossover, where it's just Pit Fighter, but a bunch of like Sega Sailors? toys. Oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude. If they had Pit Fighter, but you could beat up some sailors. Now we're talking. <laughs> or people who speak Chinese. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's probably in here. Uh, oh. Yeah, I was looking over the list of characters because again, you only get three playable characters, and then you get all the characters you have to fight. And they got, you know, some kind of backyard wrestling vibes here, man. You got the Executioner, Southside Jim, uh, Chainman Eddie, Mad Miles, Heavy Metal, CC Rider. Uh, I mean, these, uh, these are some characters, man. <laughs> Give you one guess which one's the black guy. It's Southside Jim. I mean, seriously, <laughs> this, game, <laughs> this fucking game, man. It's, uh, it's, uh, it, it lacks subtlety. 
But it, uh, it, it seems pretty fun, man. It seems like, yeah, maybe they could have gotten the Shinmu guys to bring it back for a new audience 20 years ago. Uh, that would have been, that would have been a good idea. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's really fucking funny to me. I, you know, I, again, I, I wasn't trying to just, you know, bring it on here and bag on it. It's, it's, it's low hanging fruit, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's fun and of a time. Like, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just an interesting relic of like somewhat good ideas presented very poorly. I think that's really what it comes down to. Like, you know, kind of arena of beat up. Yeah, that's cool. I like Def Jam fight for New York. Uh, but you know, like bad, you know, three frame animations all over the place. Yeah. Not so hot. Like even just setting a fighting game in 1990 in a 3d plane, not a great idea. Uh, so it's kind of like that double dragon mode B like, you mm. know, no, didn't want. I love the idea of somebody pitching this to you. It's like, it's like Def Jam fight for New York. Okay. I'm listening. But, but with a bunch of shirtless white guys like, Oh, Oh God. No. Yeah. Oh, yep. You're missing the mark. Um, you know, now I want to talk about Southside Jim. I'd like to play as him, but, you know, that's, uh, that's for the sequel. Sequel that would never come. Uh, but yeah, it's got a dope soundtrack. Uh, I don't even think this is a realistic composer, but the composer credited is John Paul. Uh, you know, someone really should have asked him for his real name before <laughs> John releasing Paul this game. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the soundtrack, Mysterious Stranger. Thanks for the soundtrack, Pope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah, the, the Pope briefly got into the chip too. The VGM with, Pope. You know, with Atari. <laughs> uh, so, I just yeah, imagined man. his last name was George Ringo. See, that was the secret. They, you know, they all got together. <laughs> I like how our guest from the UK is shaking his head violently. No, appropriate. I'm shaking my head. No, disgust to David on the inside. <laughs> it's a, it's a good it shake loudly. of the head, honest. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, David, you'll never get on the forklift with jokes like that. But uh, <laughs> let's, let's keep it moving, man. Game three.
Alright, um, <clears throat> forgive me, I'm going to be omitting a lot of uh, things that will ultimately give this away, but um, this is some fun trivia. So the main character for this game, um, they weren't quite confident with him as being the new protagonist of the series, um, and in contrast to previous characters, they tried to give him more of a Bishonen uh, appearance. Um they felt that the sequel needed to balance the cast um and one of the other characters was given more of a moe inspired look and uh one of the original characters was redesigned labeled as cool uh because they thought his previous look had become outdated see those answers um so johnny drew uh someone with a saxophone uh, 
<laughs> John said Simpsons Wrestling, which is way <laughs> off. And uh, oh, God, both I David and Matthew game. said Garu Mark of the Wolves, which is correct. This is uh, Mark of the Wolves, and uh, it is a great fighting game. <laughs> um, and I am very terrible at it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this game... Um, it's pretty cool. It takes place like 10 years after Fatal Fury and the King of Fighters and stuff. Uh, Geese Howard is dead, um, allegedly. He'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> but he has a son uh, named Rock Howard. So this game does feature The Rock. And um, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's funny. Uh, Terry Bogart teaches him. And uh, he... he um, he's the one that they made him look cool because he was, I guess, outdated. So basically, they just uh, took away his hat and gave him like a brown, like bomber jacket, <laughs> which you know is cool. I mean, I'm not saying it's not cool, but you know, it's it's weird what they decided. They're like, oh, he doesn't need the hat anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, that's, okay, uh, that's look- a weird choice of redesign. Like Terry's thing is that hat. Like- yeah. Are you gonna take away the new hat? Yeah. Okay. You know he can't she throw his hat. So. He's got oh. a he's got a baseball cap and he's got like a vest with ripped off sleeves. Yeah, that's pretty lame. Let's give let's cover his arms and <laughs> uncover his head. Now he's cool. Cold Terry. Yeah. Stone cold. <laughs> <laughs> also, the second God. song you played. You notice that the the breakdown near the end. Is exactly the same as the Robert Miles song "Children." Do 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 do. But you know what it sounds like. Sorry, I'm gonna get sued. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, sometimes yeah, yeah. you see homages and stuff, uh, and sometimes you see complete theft. It's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of weird stuff like that in video games. Yeah, color be very surprised, <laughs> especially in fighting games. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, this, the wrestler in this game is Tizok. He is a. Uh, oh, he wears the Griffin mask. Oh and, wait, um, yeah, that guy's dope. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He has. Didn't this, he eventually like, turn into a dinosaur too? Uh. Yeah, and the I'm new th- King of Fighters. That's right. Yeah. Dope. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I remember that guy. Yeah, because he, he's credited later in the King of Fighters games as King of Dinosaurs. I'm like that guy. He's, you know, that's speaking my language. <laughs> like a okay, guy that I'm... thinks he's a dinosaur or just dresses as a dinosaur, cool. All in. <laughs> I've really been sleeping on King of Fighters Fatal Fury. Like, <laughs> SNK fighting games, like, oh yeah, those look fun and everything. Maybe I'll play a few of them. It's like, oh wait, there's a woman with a whip? There's, like, characters that are bringing in from the Metal Slug series? There's mm. a guy who's the king of dinosaurs? Why yeah. have I not been playing these? Athena the, the Psycho Soldier? Yeah, yeah. Psycho yeah. Soldier. Breaking news. Uh, it's been a while since I've checked out the King of Fighters wiki. Um, the director insists that Ugara, the King of the Dinosaurs, is not Tizok. It says here, despite evidence to the contrary. Immediately it <laughs> oh, says... Oh, really? <laughs> immediately underneath it says, King of Dinosaurs is the heel persona of Tizok. Oh, I see. <laughs> He's just trying to kayfabe us, you know. It's still real to him, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I designed the characters. I'm telling you, they're not the same character. Mankind and Cactus Jack (laughs) and Dude Love are all three different fucking people. I'm just going to tell you right now. 
I saw a video exactly. where dude, dude loves dancing in the background. How can he dance behind Mick Fulton, behind <laughs> mankind? I don't, you know. What? It's true. Yeah. How come you never see Bray Wyatt and the Fiend in the same place? Hmm. Yeah. Wait. Or wait. That's that's. Is that wait. just one? Does everybody just know that's the an alternate persona? <laughs> that's not two different guys. <laughs> I love the idea of like a fan-generated wiki. Like here, here's our theory, and here's what we established. And then the creator saying like, "No, that's not right." And then the fans <laughs> like, "Nah, I don't buy it." Pre- nah. nah, pretty sure we're right. You know, possibly <laughs> aggressively put the quote underneath mine. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <sighs> I think the best wiki that I ever read. Me and my friends used to drink a lot and read it. The Crash Bandicoot wiki. It's pretty Ooh. in depth. Lots of notes, but like, here's an example of the trivia. <laughs> like. It's a, it, my favorite one was like tiny, tiny Tiger Trivia Despite his name Tiny the Tiger is quite large Yeah that's Wow did I write that wiki yeah. that, That's like the best question I would do Right True to his name Big the Cat A large cat He's pretty big <laughs> Pretty pretty big big cat. Yes. Not only, coincidentally, that his, his Christian name is Big, but he himself. <laughs> <laughs> Despite being Big the Cat, this large cat's name is actually Roger. <laughs> so you can't Roger the Cat, it's legal in most countries. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. Ah. David says that in such a way that I'm wondering if that's true, and I don't want to know. Um... But yeah, so anyway, uh, you know, Guru, Mark of the Wolves, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, David, seriously, you need to get in some King of Fighters type shit, man. You need to catch up on these series. Like, you know, did, did Terry coming out in Smash do nothing to get you on board? Uh, no, it did. I bought King of Fighters 2000, and oh. I've been playing that, but yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't get into... Gar Mark of the Wolf. It it was actually it was funny because I remember when I was first getting into fighting games and seeing like you know I like Street Fighter and I was like no these are the best fighting games of all time and I remember seeing people talk about Gar Mark of the Wolves as one of the greatest fighting games of all times like Mark of the Wolf is this some weird like werewolf fighting game <laughs> I want to play this no that's yeah. bloody is roar. this Darkstalkers no. oh no it's right. not okay it's yeah. it's just a bunch of people okay. There's right. also a character Mark named Wolves, Butt. Sadly, not a you know. Wait, what? Yeah, there's oh, a character named Butt. Butt. Yeah, what? You heard him. He's like a karate expert. He trained under. Uh, God, are we? I'm into that. Rio Sakazaki, which he's he's a guy from uh, King of Fighters. <laughs> um. So. Sweet. Yeah, Butt. And, uh, so, like the King of Butt style. Um. No, he oh, mostly God. uses karate. I- but, um, I want there to be a fighting game who is the master of butt style. His full name that. is like, I think, Kush. That's a different series, David. You're thinking of uh, Rainbow Mika and Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> a Kush nude butt is his full name. I, I, yeah, in, in, in Japan, he's Brazilian, so he's called Marco Rodriguez. It's like, all right. What? And then it's in the West, they went, you know, you know what? We don't know what Brazil is. Your name is Kush nude butt. <laughs> What's Brazil? <laughs> What a what a change! <laughs> he's he's, uh. he's Marco Rodriguez. He's Brazilian, and then they get to the West like Brazilians. Aren't those one? Aren't those the people that have like carnival and like put feathers <laughs> on their hips and shake their ass? All right, his yeah. name's Butt. 
Exactly. It's like, Boom. It's like, a, it's like he joined NXT and that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a bizarre shift. I love it. Um. God, yeah. I'm all about this butt. <laughs> yeah, this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. I'm yeah, this is, that, this is how it goes. We, we pre-warned Matthew that this was going to happen. Like, you give us something like a character named Butt, and we're going to get off on that for a couple of yeah. minutes. It's always, just how it goes. Always getting off on um, butts. Oh. Was that like yeah. a translation error or like, <laughs> like, like, how did that happen? They exactly? knew what they That's were doing. Know. It was a translator error. It's like that other <laughs> ridiculous name change with the Mega Man X series that all the characters end up getting their names changed to members of Guns N' Roses because the translator really liked them. Oh, yeah. yeah. So oh, the translator yeah. in this case just really liked butts. <laughs> Wait, is that true about Mega Man X? Have I never noticed uh, that until just now? I think it's yeah, X5. Yeah, it's X um, it was X5. Mega Man X5. Yeah. Like, he's supposed Holy to be shit. called... Um, he's supposed to be Volt Kraken. But he's changed to Squid Adler based off, I think, one of the like guitar players. Yeah, I, I love Duff McWhalen. Crescent, <laughs> Crescent Grizzly no becomes Grizzly Slash. <laughs> ta- ta- yeah, Tidal Whale. It's a good pun. Becomes Duff Duff McWhalen. That's so fucking silly. Okay, that's, that's okay. Amazing. Yeah. Volt Volt Kraken becomes Squid Adler. Yeah. <laughs> Shining Firefly becomes Izzy Glow. <laughs> Dark ne- Necrobat becomes Dark Dizzy. Well, neither of those are great names to begin with. Spiral Pegasus becomes The Skyver. The Skyver. Um, Burn Dino Rex. Oh, that's a good name. Becomes Burn Dino Rex is a great yeah, name. Yeah, it becomes Matt Rex. And Spike Rose Red becomes Axel the Red. Yay! Yeah. I was wondering where Axel's gonna be. Oh, that's great. I mean, it's, you know, it's a weird touch, but I, I mean, I'm into it. I, I don't think the company should let people have that much creative control over their product like, without, uh, without approving these things. <laughs> right. like, yeah. Like, SNK should probably know that they, you know, changed Marco Rodriguez to a butt. Um, I'm sure they know at this point. But... They're See, I'm just wondering, not like, is it supposed to be, like, Butte, and everybody just saw, like, Butt, and was like, oh, ha, 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 or is it actually just Butt? It's B-U-T-T. All the okay. characters, like, so like, you know, like, if you win, or if you win as that character, say, Butt wins? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted out of a fighting game. Cool, yeah. Like, he has a full name in the wiki. But when you pick his character, it just says butt. That's great. I, yeah, I like the implication that all fighting game characters have, like, some sillier name, you know, off screen. Like, you know, I don't know. Uh, like, guys that just go by one name. If you don't if you don't hear their first and last name, odds are they have a silly-ass name. Like, you know, like, just like Dick Guile or you know, something to that effect. <laughs> Dick Guile. But that's, uh, that's just all head. It's all headcanon. <laughs> Penis Blanca. Chun Li uh, Thai. Uh, good shit. Anyway, Jesse, anything else on uh, Guru Mark of the Wolves? <laughs> I mean, you can't. I guess you gotta leave off on Butt. Butt's pretty good. It's it's kind of in the game that tune charter. You know the rules. Game four. <laughs>
the fun fact about this game is that it features wrestlers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, okay, actually. Oh. Oh, was there a real fact, too? <laughs> Damn, yeah, John, you're going to let him do us like that? <laughs> Good enough for me. I was like, sweet. <laughs> Made a, a complete mockery of things. I've got one another fun fact afterwards, but it would give away in case the you know the two people uh, listening to this don't get it. Uh, there's a cartoon referee in the game that comes up whenever there's a submission hold or a pin or a 20 count. Um, and there's other cartoon referees in licensed wrestling games. But this one... Uh, is based on the caricature of the former WWE referee, uh, the late great Brian Hildebrand, aka the world's smallest referee, most known for taking out that one fan who interfered in Seacosis versus Dean Malenko, and the commentators couldn't stop talking about it because, my God, the smallest referee in the world just took that guy down. How tough is he? <laughs> so, many more other facts, but it would give away too much, and there's not a lot to go on to. So I should play a third one, and if you don't get it by this one, you're never going to get it. tuned for more Nitro and uh, on that note <laughs> let's see answers I'm suddenly feeling very good about my answer oh I'm never going to get it oh, okay well good guess there from DFD Fleming sorry Jgangster187 it's close <laughs> but it's not right that is a WCW <laughs> game that's one of the shit ones Sorry, we were looking for a THQ slash Aki game and really was down to either WWE Revenge or World Tour, but these two guys are too smart for this likes of this show. Yep, well done, Jesse and John. WWE NWO Revenge, aka the second one. The other fun fact about this, other than it being a fantastic game, 
I can't remember if it's not clarified if it's this one or World Tour. Big Show, who was in the game as the giant as he was back then, WCW, told a story on Steve Austin's podcast about how he got the. He was told, all right, if you do the games, you get some um, some royalties from doing the game. And he went, like, and then he went to check one day and he went, whoa, oh, sh- wow. So sold a lot of copies, a lot of money here. Like, wow, okay, sweet. That's cool. Wait, hang on. There's no way that number's right. I've been paid way too much here. <laughs> what shall I do? Shall I give back the money, be a nice dude, um, <laughs> give the money to charity? I know what I'll do. I'll put it in several different other bank accounts. <laughs> And apparently he gets a call one day. Uh, hi, it's uh, it's THQ slash Aki. Oh, how you doing, THQ slash Aki? How's life? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're all right, mate. All right, cool. How's that game coming? Whatever. Um, apparently there was a mistake, and we ended up sending you all of the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wow. All that money. The, the, the royalties, you mean? Yeah, yeah. The entire roster's money went to you <laughs> as opposed to being distributed across this that's funny yeah it is a bit funny cover back please have it, have it back yeah, yeah the, the money what money what money like, <laughs> like the money we gave you for, for wrestling lessons ha 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 like the, the money that we gave you for for the thing it was oh sorry about that brother I, I spent it all <laughs> spent it all Good, good try. No, no, I spent it all, man. It was, it was a hell of a week. <laughs> okay. Investigate him. Investigate him. Put all the money in different accounts. No, I spend it. <laughs> all right, cool. Damn, man. Yeah, I love so well, that. Well done, Big Show slash Giant. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a second game in the... Again, obviously, it's all weird with wrestling games, but it's the second game of the THQ slash Aki four games, World Tour, Revenge, WrestleMania, and then No Mercy. Um, was the second one for the N64. Sorry, second WCW uh, game for the N64. Uh, and they, those two, I believe, came out... No, I think I'm wrong there. Warzone started development at the same time Revenge got made. So they both came out... And because it took that long for Warzone to came out, they both ended up with Bret Hart in the game. Ooh. Remember that? <laughs> Bit weird. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I think it's a fantastic game. Uh, Mammoth Muscles did a video on it a while ago and evaluating it and looking at it. It still plays really well because the engine's fantastic. There's some stuff that they took out uh, that don't uh, features that don't appear in WrestleMania 2000 Dawn on Mercy. Like if you both grapple at the same time, you do the you know tester strength and then oh, ends yeah. up in the individual touches like Leparka starts off with a chair. Oh, Booker T yeah. does the spinner Rooney when he's got a special. Um, and some of the things that there's nah, don't need anymore. And the roster is amazing. The you can put people in different rosters in groups, which is essential viewing if you're watching in '98, early '99. Um, and so many people appreciate it just because it's that type of memory of that particular time when wrestling was really effing great, especially in WCW. Oh yeah. Uh, that you kind of get with No Mercy, but you know, you know how some people are. They've got you know, WCW forever and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, 
I don't have any more trivia stuff other than the fact that it was just really good. And yeah, I think I actually. I was gonna say I think I actually have played this one as a kid. Obviously, oh cool. Uh, uh, you know, but uh, I'm looking at the roster now. I'm like, holy shit! Like, were all these guys in NWO and shit at one <laughs> point? Like, you know, this is a hell of a roster, man. And it seems like it's all guys that I, in my mind, associate with WWE or WWF at the yeah. time. So I'm just like, how many fucking guys did they lose for uh, for a time there? Like this, uh, this roster stacked. Well, I mean, but, they did yeah. buy WCW, so. <laughs> see that's the, okay. See, there's the detail I was missing out on. I thought everybody like defected to this other company, and then it just went like tits up, and somehow WWF just took them all back. I didn't realize they bought a uh, they bought WCW out. There's the detail I was missing. I'm like, how the fuck? I'm like, they have everybody. <laughs> yeah, I played this during the last. Um, there's a charity stream I do every once in a while called Funder Up, where we get together and stream games for like a couple days and raise money for a charity. We play some, um, uh, w, you know, some like wrestling games from the 64. We, we played this one. And I remember like having no idea what was actually going on. But like everything about playing it just felt, it felt right. Like I was managing to pull off some grapples, some holds, and, and, and all that. And really, do, I really don't know anything about wrestling. But like <laughs> I managed to get by. I managed to kind of figure out the control scheme and like figure out how to do like cool shit and like get on the ropes and, and leap on people and things like that. Like so, you know, I, I think that this is a game that is, 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 is um accessible, you know, like people that don't really know too much about like how to play a wrestling game could probably enjoy this one, right? Hmm. And uh, do do they still make wrestling games that have that level of like it's easy to get into, you know? I, I don't know. I haven't played any. Like this is the last wrestling game I played. Was this one on Nintendo 64? Okay, they've changed a little bit since then. But uh, yeah, I'd let Jesse speak to whether or not like the 2K series are in any way accessible. Well, no, they're not <laughs> accessible in that way. Um, I think this new Battlegrounds game looks like it might be pretty accessible. Um, I've heard some fairly good things. I was watching Evil Uno play it, which is kind of weird seeing. <laughs> Evil Uno play a WWE game, but that's um, fun. Uh, but it looks neat. Um, but yeah, this game was. I remember playing World Tour, and I think that game was like the linchpin for me getting into wrestling, because it's like, oh, I recognize these characters. Oh, they're on the TV too. That's cool. <laughs> and uh, then this game was just had way more characters and more moves and everything, and. Um, these yeah the N64 ones were so good I you know I still really fond of No Mercy but this one is is up there it's probably this one or No Mercy you know one of those flip flop days it depends on if I'm feeling WCW or or WWF at the time you know sure. so the guys that made this game I, I know they went on to make like Def Jam Vendetta uh, you know they're obviously not still making games are they like uh, or if they are, they got away from the wrestling thing. It seems like these guys were responsible for a bunch of wrestling games for a while there, including my favorite wrestling games of all time, Def Jam Vendetta and Fight for New York. Um, but they, uh, AKI, whatever you want to call them, they're not a thing anymore, are they? <laughs> no, sadly not. Spike fans want them to come back together and all this stuff. Uh, yeah, Tichu and Aki just stop making these type of games. They did right. release an Ultimate Muscle game. But in command uh, in PAL regions. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, that looked looked great and everything. Never got around emulating or anything. But Damn. yeah, just everyone moved on. 
And one of the criticisms right. that the company responsible behind TK, TK, I'm very tired, returned <laughs> the W2K games. I'm literally just held together with a prayer right now. The 2K games um, before handing off to the current developers, and that's why we got the 2K20 disaster, was right. uh, the fact that they got sick of making the same games every year with a tight schedule. So maybe it's just one of those cases where I, THQ are like, no, we don't want to make this. But there's only so many times we can motion capture Triple H, you know. Come on, we'll move on to <laughs> something else. <laughs> We've done the damn pedigree, but yeah, now you gotta do it again. Yeah. And again and again and again. <laughs> I think we just found the title for this episode. There's only so many times we can motion capture Triple H. <laughs> yeah. And then just type in butt. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's gonna yeah. be a toss up between motion cap, Triple H, and butt. Simply butt. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, you know, great game, uh, you know, a great just wrestling game engine, uh, and yeah, I, I do recall seeing some fans wishing, you know, wishful thinking, obviously, that maybe the company can rise from the ashes and make a make an AEW game at some point, but I'm guessing that's not going to happen. But uh, you know, it'd be it'd be a cool just, uh, you know, if they if they wanted to make a Nintendo 64 styled wrestling game right now. I think there's a lot of people that would play it. I think that would be really fun. Oh, hell <laughs> yeah. Uh, something appealing about those those boxy men just bashing <laughs> into each other, man. It's just, yeah, it's great. Um, great pick, great tunes. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, let's, uh, let's keep it going, man. Game five.
Alright gentlemen, so the options menu for this game features a setting for the fun of the game. It's not clear what this actually does, and when asked on Twitter, the game's creative director, Alex Rushdie, answered, It sets the fun. gentlemen um who has their answers who has their guesses who has their penis drawings <laughs> johnny, penis you, up quick. johnny you put it out before you could say all right so uh john says jump rope challenge uh incorrect johnny has a drawing of a penis incorrect um jesse says run bow and matthew says god hand yeah. uh jesse is correct this oh. is run bow Runbow. So, Runbow was a downloadable game for the Wii U, which was later ported to PlayStation Portable um, and Switch, I believe, PlayStation 4 as well. Um, it was an indie game, and it's kind of hard to describe because it's sort of a platform combat racing game. 
That does sound hard to describe. <laughs> Basically, um, you you select your character, and the goal is to run to the end of a stage, but there's various platforms to jump on. And the main hook of the game is there are colored platforms throughout the stage, and every once in a while, the background will change colors. And when it does, that will erase platforms. So, like, you'll have a green, red, blue platform but then the background will change to blue. So the blue platform will kind of disappear, so you can't jump on that anymore. Hmm. Um, it's, it's a fun game, because it has kind of that, like, Smash Brothers element, where you're trying to, like, knock people off and, like, suplex them and, like, uppercut them off of platforms. Um, but what really ties us into the wrestling is, because it is an indie game, you play as, there are two main characters, one male, one female, and you can give them different costumes and hats and customize them as you want, but there's a host of indie games, or indie game characters, that you can unlock and play as, so you can play as Shovel Knight, you can play as Commander Video from Bitrip Runner. Um, you can get Gunvolt. You can get Shantae. Um, you can get Max from Mutant Muds. But most importantly, for this episode, you can play as Juan and Tostada from Guacamelee. So you can hey. run around as a masked luchador and beat the shit out of people off of colored platforms. All right. Yeah, no, that sounds really good, David. I was going to say, all those characters you're name, and I'm like, did they make this game literally for you? Like, this... Uh... God, it's like a roster of characters that you have, uh, you know, like, I don't know, that I associate with you. Like, you know, I, I don't know how many people you can sell on, like, Gunvolt, but uh, David, definitely you can. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but no, it was a fun game. It was a it was a great like multiplayer party game, but it also had a really fun single player adventure. Like it did have a kind of an odd story to it. And one thing that I liked about it is you could choose your level out of all of the single player levels and they were color coded. So there were green, yellow and red stages and the green ones were super easy. The yellow ones were like a little harder and then the red ones were kind of a pain in the ass. Um, and I really liked it because it had that super meat boy thing where you didn't have lives, but every time you died, it just reloaded the stage. And as it was loading, there was a little skull and crossbones and it would kind of taunt you. Like there were, instead of just like loading, it would say stuff to you. And it was always an asshole about it. Like if you... <laughs> went to jump on a platform and you missed and just kind of fell into like a pit of lava it would just load up and just hey try jumping like uh -huh. man fuck you i'm working yeah. on it <laughs> i like it you know some good uh, some good ribbing uh from the game you know, necessary so did playing this inspire you to want to go play the guacamole games at some point um, I actually played Guacamelee before I had played this. Oh, okay, good. Um, I wasn't sure. Actually, <laughs> it was the reverse, because I played Guacamelee, and I was like, oh, Guacamelee's a great game. It's like, hey, we've got this Runbow game. It's like, oh yeah, that's a cute concept. That looks kind of fun. Hey, we're adding Juan and Shovel Knight and Shantae. It's like, alright, I'm gonna look deeper into this. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry, is it only on Wii U? 
No, um, it was oh, okay, good. Switch. <laughs> um, it, they ported it to 3DS and added like some extra levels and like other things. Um, but it also got ported to Switch, and I believe it's on PlayStation 4, but I'm not 100% positive. It is. Obviously, I was mo cons- most concerned with it coming to Switch. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun little game. Like I said, it's hard to describe, but it's a good time. Yeah, sounds good, man. I like a wacky multiplayer shit with uh, with a bunch of indie characters. It's uh, and it's got a kick ass like soundtrack. Time. Yeah, mm. is there a composer listed or uh, just? Uh... Uh, there were two composers actually, uh, Dan Rodriguez and Dave Proctor. Um, I did not have time to look up what they did aside from this. Um, Sounds like they listened to a lot of Dick Dale and uh, <laughs> just kind of went and made music for this game. And then, uh, you know, uh, had a couple other influences in there. But yeah, initially I was like, oh, cool. So, you know, we got some Pulp Fiction fans making music for the whatever this game is. Well, that was one of the things, too, because there were different, like, they remix later stages. Um, one of the tracks is set in, like, a forest level and it has, like, a, a fun groovy tune. And then later it comes back as, like, Forest Rave. And I thought about doing them. It's like, no, I want to I wanna pull as different as I can. Like, let's get the really jazzy one. Let's get kind of the techno-y one. Good call. Yeah. I like it. It's got a nice eclectic breadth. I'm looking yes. at, at footage of this game, and this definitely looks right on my alley. Like, I'm getting some Ultimate Chicken Horse vibes in terms of it just being, like, an insane platformer. Like, you know, it's a race to the finish... And you got some, like, hardcore platforming you have to do. Like, I see characters jumping around here and dodging, like, spike balls and rolling balls of spikes. Like, lots of spike and balls mixed together. And okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's not get two on your, like, whatever level this is. Jeez, John. And, yeah, this looks this looks great. This looks, uh, you know, I, I love, a, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of platformers in general. I'm pretty good at them. <laughs> Um, anytime I do play Ultimate Chicken Horse with my friends, I tend to dominate because of like my pure platforming skills. Um, so I feel like I would be pretty good at Runbow, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, this is weird, man. Johnny's not usually speaking with confidence about anything. This is really throwing me off now. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it's also on Steam. So, you know, Johnny, I highly Sold. recognize. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> done and done. Yeah, and I mean, like Johnny's I said, house. We know what's happening. It's I I almost feel bad bringing this game onto a podcast just because it makes a lot more sense when you can look at it because I can sit here and describe like the color platform disappearing mechanic but you watch 30 seconds of the trailer and like oh that makes much more sense okay gotcha well then yeah we should all check it out let's all go to John's house boot up some yeah. runbo you know get the drinks flowing yeah and uh you know get some party platforming going sounds uh sounds feasible that i that sounds great <laughs> okay um we'll, we'll get matthew in on this too uh yeah it, it's not very expensive to fly from england to baltimore at the moment huh? yeah, and i and i believe it's totally possible for people to fly into the united states i mean uh, i think there's no uh, no issues whatsoever <laughs> making this happen no oh, man, man. I there, there would thing. be usually but they go oh you're going to baltimore yeah sure yeah <laughs> fine fuck it he's going to baltimore uh, good call um i'm sorry David, sir I, you i'm sorry sir you can't come over here uh it's for a game that tune night 
right this right way. This way. <laughs> please. <laughs> please, sir. <laughs> Let's just give you an upgrade. Um, David, anything else on Runbo, this uh, this game that uh, we should probably play instead of talk about? Uh, no, it's a fun game, and it's got a cool soundtrack. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Johnny, let's hit that calculated computer. Calculating computer activated. You hear that, like, balloons, the aerobics out? Like... Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Fuck God me! Fuck God me! Matthew Gregg. <laughs> wow. Hey, <laughs> Jesse, you said you made him a wind jingle. I didn't know how good of a wind jingle you were going to make. <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> like, oh. like kind of coke. Kind of coke, do you mean? <laughs> I wanted to try to capture the essence of Botchamania in uh, four seconds. <laughs> you did. You nailed it. It took, me, it took me a decade to achieve. You just mastered it in five seconds. Well, the contest is made. I especially love the like. Hitting me with that sucker punch, you're like, oh, hey, hey, I won, yay! And then <laughs> fuck on me, and then just and also fuck uh, on me. Matthew Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was me. That was my voice. <laughs> that was fantastic. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. No, you're the winner. Oh yeah, man. You're the winner yeah. for that. I think a winner is all of us. It was uh, yes. it was a great show, a great night. Uh, you know, thank you, Matthew, so much for coming on. I mean, uh, staying up incredibly late. You know, it's uh, we super appreciate you being here. It's uh, you know, it's really great uh, having a guest of your stature on the show. And uh, you know, as stated in the rules, as the winner, you get to pick the theme for our next episode, despite Ooh. the fact that you will not be on the next episode. <laughs> yeah, but I might listen to it. Um, <laughs> hey now, hmm. I well, guys have done a lot, so there's no wrong answers here. Yeah, truly. <laughs> Games either about or starring monkeys. Okay. All right, so, so you picked the one cool. wrong answer? No. no. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, get out of here. Damn it, Johnny. Monkey games. Top you. Yeah. Great pick. Um, I fully support that. I feel like that, seem, that seems like a game that, or a theme that we should have come up with by now. I, like, I feel like we've done a lot of animal themes and a you know, monkey. We I'm gonna have to scour the like the archives and see if we ever done the you know the ape that tune. Wait, hey. now that I say ape that tune, it just jarred it loose. I think we have at some point, but it's oh. been too long. So it's, it's the return bit. of ape that tune. Now, so that'll be show me the monkey step. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Ooh. that's even better. <laughs> Hell yeah! So okay, is this like <laughs> that, that, proper monkeys, like with tails, or do we use primates and stuff? Or oh god. Like how specific? Yeah. yeah, no, no apes. I swear to God, if you use a, if you use a chimpanzee, <laughs> I'm kicking you out of the show. Johnny's going to be the uh, only the ape arbiter <laughs> for the next episode. I like how we bring a guest on. Like, you pick a theme. All right, monkeys, and we immediately start scrutinizing <laughs> yeah. him. Well, like, no, oh, I'm just saying monkeys. I just so what exactly is a monkey? <laughs> yeah. yeah, look it up. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's gonna be a great uh, it's gonna be a great show, man. Thank you so much. Great pick, uh, great show tonight. Um, thank you everybody so much for watching along with us. We're live on uh, typically on Wednesday nights. This was a game that Tuesday. We appreciate you joining us on our off night. Uh, you know, check us out. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Uh, our podcasts come out on uh, Tuesday mornings. They're in uh, Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, you know, give us a listen there. Thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. We got awesome exclusives going over there at Patreon. We got 
uh, covered up series. We've got mixtapes. We've got GTT gems looking back at music from 30, 20, and 10 years ago. And we got a lot of great supporters over there at Patreon. And we want to thank all of them. Uh, our absurd producers over there at Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Chrono, Taylor Y, Sam L, and Mork. Bunch of fantastic guys over there at Patreon. Go over there and become a supporter as well. Um, thank you. Uh, oh, we didn't have a request. That breaks up my usual script. Uh, you know, we <laughs> always appreciate getting requests. Hit us up in our Discord or uh, send us an email, gamethatune at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at GameThatTune, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at JGangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... DFDFleming. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... JPRegan.jr. And you can find Matthew on Twitter at... Matthew Craig. And anything else that you want to plug while you're here, uh, you know, Botchamania goes without saying. It's uh, It's indelible. Uh, it's a big part of at least me and Jesse's lives, uh, watching uh, watching those fantastic videos. Oh, thank uh, you. Anything Bill. else? Uh, a- any other irons in the fire? Uh, not with. There are a few irons, but nothing's been announced yet, so I'll not say anything because then I'll have to make it. Um, Damn. Instead, I will plug my good friends OSW Review. They're kind of like Hell me, yeah. uh, but better in every single way. So. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Well, we should get them. Uh, <laughs> That'll be a good get eventually for Game That Tune. You get on their radar, radar as well. So, uh, man, you know, thank you again so much for being here. And Matthew, you get to send us home with your bonus tunes. So, uh, uh, tell everybody what we're going home with tonight. Oh, honestly, it's weird me introducing this song. I'll be quick before I fall asleep. Um, because this wasn't a game that I played much as a kid and enjoyed it. So, I don't necessarily have that nostalgia for the game itself or the song itself. But. Going and finding all these uh, dumps of MP3s of uh, Mega Drive and SNES soundtracks, I found this and was just awestruck by how good it sounds. And maybe it's just me getting nostalgic for that sound of the 16-bit, uh, what was the Mega Drive thing called again? Uh, Genesis, Genesis over here. Genesis, yeah. sorry, yes. Oh, what do they call the Genesis? <laughs> the uh, Blast Processing. There we yes. go. It's the Blast Processing uh, music. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that was good though. Sorry, yeah, Genesis, right? Um, but this song just sounds so fucking good to me. And it's one of these songs I can sometimes just play, shut my eyes, and just on a sunny day and just listen to this for, for a bit on repeat. I hope you guys do, and if not, um, shut up your ass and piss off for free. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is the title track from Road Rush 2. Ooh, yeah! Awesome. <laughs> Excellent pick. Peace out, everybody.
Kirby Nightmare in Dream Land is copyright 2002, HAL Laboratory, and Nintendo. Pit Fighter is copyright 1990, Atari. Garou, Mark of the Wolves is copyright 2001, SNK Corporation. WCW NWO Revenge is copyright 1998, THQ, Aki Corporation. Runbow is copyright 2015, 13 AM Games. I'm now offline. Yes. Mm. Go. If you, you may close <laughs> your eyes. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's been emotional. Hey. I've really enjoyed it. I'm going to stop the recording now and uh, yeah. send you the file. I mean, I'm fucking perfect. exhausted. Yeah, throw it and drive uh, at your leisure. You know, feel free to do Thank you, pal. I'll you... probably do it tomorrow. Yeah. Sort of send to you. Yeah. Um, that's fine. You're the man. Thank you so much for staying up with Thanks us. Thank you so much. It's cool, man. I love I'm you sorry all. that. I saw your fault. Uh, I'm wait, so sorry that the time zone converter got it wrong. That's uh, whatever. <laughs> Thank you very much. Take care of yourselves. Good night. See you, man. Yeah, man. Good night. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Man, what a good guest. What a class awesome. act. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Totally nice guy. Hmm. Oh, that was good. That was a good show. Uh, we had the we had the technical problems, but once we got Jesse on board, you know. Oh. Yeah, it was all good. Really, just that was know, hit, hit the groove. Oh, dude, I, I could sense you, even with yeah. your modem dead and you not here. I'm just like picturing you, just like fuming. <laughs> Eleven hundred miles away, and I could feel the heat from your rage. <laughs> yeah, and again, like you said, like you got him. He's on the show. We're starting, and you're fucked for like thirty minutes. <laughs> it's, no, it's fine. Hey, man. Oh, and like, I'm not. I'm I'm not five minutes all of us. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm not giving heat to Jesse. I, I, I'm giving heat to Comcast. Really yeah, fucking Comcast. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, about to do that moon salt and fucking slip right off the top rope and land on my neck. <laughs> oh, yep. I don't get that, but I'm sure plenty of people will in the post show. Uh, look up the most recent Bacha Mania. It's fucking wild, man. <laughs> I did. I didn't understand any of it, but I watched. I did watch it. <laughs> 